for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culture as PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation and six plus years in the games media combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation is happening in, in the studio in the studio today, but it also happens at 8 a.m. on podcast services and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, please check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all our links in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live. You can get in the chat and you can become part of the show. If you want to support the show, tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you listen to us on podcast services, give us a five-star rating and a written review. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I think they both can do that. Uh, we are on SoundCloud as well, just for a little testing bed, if that's if that's up your alley. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, please like, subscribe, comment below. Uh, we need to, get, need to get some more love into that YouTube channel. We need some more love everywhere, really. So this is a big call of arms. If you like what we do, please tell others that you like what we do and maybe they'll like what we do. And then they'll like what we do and we like what they do and then it'll just be this connection of liking stuff that we do. It'll be awesome. And if you want to support us financially, you can patreon.com slash thepopculturist. Uh, you know, or the merchandise store, popculturist.com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Now, let's, let's address this, Max. You're in the studio again. Oh, yeah. It's back. We are. We have the restrictions have eased here in regional Victoria, so we can have one person over a day. And so, I'm like, Millie, kind of anyone on Saturdays. It's max only. <laughs> but technically, this is a business. This, we are in a registered business here in Australia, so this could be work. So, I think we can probably skirt the rules there again. I mean, there'll be there, there'll still be time time from time where we will do it remotely, but I will endeavor to get here as often as possible because this the show is just so much more exciting in person. It feels different. It does. It's, it feels really <clears throat> different. Yeah. I can't explain. I don't like, and the fact that you get to see me with my, with my gimped out arm, <laughs> that's another bonus. Um, but yeah, no, it's good to have you back, man. It's like, it's a different energy. I, I was, it feels I, weird on that having headphones on. Yeah. I was hoping to get in last week, but I, we had some it's last a, minute, some baby things, last minute baby things. And it was oh. just easier to, to do it from home. But, but this week and next week being the run up to the next gen, yeah, man. You know, and then and hype then levels the are high, after, and we'll be in this room with the. PS5. Oh, I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be playing PS5. If you think I'm recording on Saturday, you are fooling yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're playing PS5 up until that moment, <laughs> and then do the show, and then back on the PS. Yeah, but see, that might be one that I record from home, so I can just play PlayStation at the same time. Yeah, I agree with you, but I think we should have it because that way we can, like, you know, bring yours to have two in the middle, just to, like. Show everyone <laughs> show that everyone. Uh, there's two of them in this one room. But Hodge Burn It Down in the chat does wrap a good question. What happened to my arm? He stepped out of line. Yeah, for those that don't, <laughs> for those that are listening on the audio version, I am currently sitting here in a sling. Because uh, uh, last week <laughs> on Sunday, so we recorded on the Saturday as we normally do, one Sunday, I was like, I'm going to go for my walk. Get rid of them. This toy is really embarrassing. So I, I leave my house. I'm walking down my street. I've got headphones on. I've got sunnies on. I got a hat on. I'm like, I'm barely paying attention to the world around me. And next thing, something just comes out of my peripheral, and it's like in my face. I'm like, what the fuck is that? 
and then I, I kind of like catch myself off, off guard. It's a plover. So the plovers are a vicious bird that just swoop the living shit out of you. So I'm like, whoa, shit. And then it comes back and I stumble on my feet and I proceed to <laughs> hip and shoulder the concrete. I go, and like, not like, you know, when you see people fall, they go, and then they tumble. Mm. No, I just, Doosh. I just piked the ground. I had all my body weight, all force into the concrete. Um, and then the bird's still swooping me, might I add. <laughs> Puppers are fucking vicious. Oh, because I was walking to the supermarket. So I get up, it's still swooping. I swing my, my, my shopping bags out. I'm like, go away! You know, with my arm that was already hurting. So I may, may have made it worse. And the bird kind of is like, yeah, all right then. And sort of fucks off. And then uh, then I proceed to keep walking in the shop. Like, oh, that sucks. I'll keep walking. And it's getting worse and worse. I'm like, oh no, fuck me. So I grab my phone. I call, my, call Millie and I'm like, my wife. I'm like, can you come pick me up? I'm hurt. The birds are teasing the me. The birds are mean to me and it hurts. So she's like, Haha, yeah, I'll come get you. So she goes and picks me up. And we drive back the, the way that I was walking to be like, I'll show you where it all went down. We come around the corner and that plover is standing in the middle of the road. He looks at the car and goes, Hua! and then attacks the car. He knew you were in it. He knew I was in it. That bird was trying to kill me. It was a crazy bird. And no, yeah. So essentially I didn't break. I haven't neither broken nor fractured this whole region, which is nice. Instead, I just blew out the big muscle group that goes over your shoulder and as well as all that connective tissue between those bones. So it's good times. It's sore and it's hurting. But thankfully I can still play games. So I can kind of just lean back and, you know, put my arm on, on, my, on my tongue and then just do that. Which has been good. So no more, um, no more Beat Saber, no more... No Beat Saber for a little while. Like, and no exercise as well, which sucks. So, um, as many know, Manshake, um, over this year, I've become a man, uh, I've been doing a weight loss journey with the Manshake so much so that I'm now a Manshake ambassador. I've been doing that for a little while. So this month they had a thing called the Man Challenge, which is a month, a month, month long exercise campaign. So you do 10 minute workouts every day for 30 days whatever i lasted seven fucking days i'm like no because like because so is this is this a dog ate my homework situation where you're like sorry guys i can't do it i got swooped by a bird i thought about that too because like like, (laughs) this is gonna look so bad but no because i really enjoyed it like my dad and i were doing it together he would facetime in and we would pull it up on our respective televisions do it together and then like james would get in on it too and so I tried to do it, but it's just all because it's an all body workout. That's mm. the intention. Like there's a lot of arm lifting and like jumping and like star jumps. And the second I do that, any sharp movement feels like someone's trying to rip my shoulder off. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's killing me. Mm. Um, but thankfully it is better now than it was say on Wednesday and today's Saturday. So I think probably within another week or so, it, it should be all right. Hey, Peckstar. There you go. Peckstar. Man challenge, man represent. That's right. Pex is not fellow man shanker. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping that uh, I can just sort of come back in like the last week of it and you have a good go again. Um, if not, I might uh, acquire them off the computer and then just do them later. And it's like, oh, fuck Raven right there. And just stab me. Um, yeah, so because as like the, the muscle decides to do things, it just plunk, and it clunks all the time. Like I woke up this morning and went, that's not good noise. It makes it sound way more, more robotic and less painful than it was. That's right. As someone whose shoulder pops out like all the time, mm. like I'll wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, my shoulder's out. And I was like, click it back into place. 
More like dislocated? Yeah. No, it just it doesn't sit in properly, so yeah. I can if I can I oh, kind of like, oh god! <laughs> oh my god! I hope that picked up. That was fucking. I can awesome. kind of like just click it back out and in. <laughs> well, thankfully, mine doesn't do that. Mine just does that little like pop, like things are starting to go yeah. back where they should be. Not, you know, <laughs> lock back in a place. <laughs> Jesus, that was scary. Yeah, it's good times. But yeah, as I said, so I've been you know just kind of sitting down playing a bunch of games. But um, Max, like I, I presume you've not injured yourself this week. No, no, not it's at all. No, that's no, been a pretty crazy week. Uh, you know, I'm still at work, counting down my days till I've got leave coming up. Yeah, so, man. super keen for that. But other than that, you know, just going through the motions, same old, same old. Go to work, go home, sleep, play games, repeat, repeat. Yeah, good times, good times. But uh, so, what have you been playing this week, my friend? So, same as last week, Legends of Tsushima. Um, now Ghost of Tsushima Legends, sorry, mm. has taken up a fair bit of my time getting raid ready. So the raid launched. The raid is tonight. So raid launched at three a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time this morning. Oh, so that was. Should have pushed on that. Yeah. That's that's been good fun. So I've been grinding for that to level up. Uh, I've also dove into what else have I been playing this week? I played more Death Stranding because mm-hmm. that's still a fantastic game. Uh, on PC. You and I, yes, on PC. Uh, you and I were lucky enough to get our hands on Watch Dogs Legion. So yeah, big, so big thank you to Ubisoft Australia yeah, for we that. Jump into that. So yeah, Ubisoft Australia provided us the code for full disclosure. Uh, so Watch Dogs Legions, Legion, not Legions, it makes it sound like it's like big open wound. Um, Watch Dogs Legion is the third in the Watch Dogs franchise. It is based in uh, London, uh, where you, the big the big gimmick, the big premise of this is that you can play as any. One. Mm. So previously you had you know the main characters you had marcus and then you had the guy the, the aiden pierce aiden pierce oh hey, marcus was the second one. Oh, yeah yeah, cool. yeah. Okay, i was like marcus you know, the guy from the first one marcus from the second one aiden from the first one uh instead you are just anyone yeah now, there are some keyish characters but majority of the time you could they can die and swap out and you can kind of do some stuff with them yeah so um you know permadeath is a thing in this game i would highly recommend playing on permadeath yeah, because you have you have almost infinite characters because oh so we should in sort of the premise of of the reason anyone can be uh, uh selected is that uh, so you are you are still playing within dead sec mm. same company from the first and second game however dead sec is, has been perceived as a terrorist organization to a series of uh a bomb and um, terrorist attacks across london where dead sec have been targeted so you as the last remaining dead sec operatives are required to uh, uh re collect people. recruit people recruit yeah what i wanted thank you recruit people recollect people yeah recollect people recruit people to sort of bring it back up and fight the the uh, uh the totalitarian sort mm. of uh government that's going on it's funny so it's similar in the first two games you can like you can scan people and it gives you like background information mm. that's how you decide whether or not you want to recruit them it's always funny when you get ex dead sec operative and you're, <laughs> and you're like, like yeah okay come like, back. hey man what's going on like oh hey i remember you <laughs> <laughs> let's come back let's come back but what I also really like is when you scan someone that there's like doesn't like dead sec. I'm like, oh, all right, you're cool, man. I won't bother talking to you. Well, I so when when you first start, you get to pick a pick your first operative out of like twelve yeah, random. Yeah, so here's people. twelve random peeps. Pick the one you want. They all have different skills. So I picked this this pro, I would estimate middle aged woman office lady. And she's like, I've just bought like a brand new sports car. It's super fast. I'm like, cool. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna have a really oh, nice fast car. Good. Do not know how to get that car. Oh, at all like yeah, I, I hold up it's in your, it's in your okay cool like wheel. i no joke i went through like 
Google and like controls. I'm like, I cannot work this out. Did I just like pick the wrong person just for a car that I can't use? I'm like, well, you know, I, can I just go to a phone booth and ring my garage and be like, can you bring me my car? I had a similar car? problem. So the guy that I picked, who kind of looks like a, a dollar store Elton John, <laughs> um, he's thinking he has a motorbike. I was like, a motorbike seems like a great thing because, you know, like with the game, you, you're going to want to be able to move around. So it's important to have some good some good wheels. And then you had the same thought. And plus chat picked it for me. So well, there you go. Uh, so yeah, so like I jumped, I got but I spent so long not knowing how to do it. And then it's like, hey, open the weapon wheel to change your, change your gun. I'm like, oh, that's my bike. <laughs> so I haven't gotten that. Yeah. I haven't used weapons at all because it seems like, everyone. yeah, because they don't pull out their guns if you don't pull out your gun. So you can yeah, got to cool. just fight people. So very similar to the second game where they are trying to go more of that peaceful pacifist mm. route where you just like punch fuckers out rather than shooting them. And even then the guns that we have are non-lethals. Yeah. So far. Um, Except in the tutorial mission where you're just rocking and yeah, you're just shooting everyone <laughs> in the face. In the opening mission, you're just shooting dudes and wrecking them. Um, yeah, so like yeah, so you you've got just a lot of punching, a lot of electro, yeah. electro shock sort of things, and then you've got you know the the you you can hack the world around you and set off like EMP pulses and and trip mines and stuff to you know mm. distract enemies or you know non violently or non lethally I should say take them out. Yeah, so at, at this stage, so I've probably put four five hours into it at I'm this about point. two and a half yeah uh the so best still very early impressions <clears throat> might we have but um but yeah so r- right now it is a lot of it's it's investigating the the bombs the attacks mm. to try to get some more information around what they were and how they were going and then while also recruiting more people uh and sort of just uh, opening up the world a little bit is where i'm yeah. at currently yeah so i've i've taken over the first borough it's similar to a lot of ubisoft titles yeah the the area segmented off and as you as you explore it you can open everything up i forgot how fun this game's driving system is driving system sucks because no 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 so I okay i like it in the fact that not necessarily the handling of the cars and you physically driving mm. i like the fact that if someone's in your way you can hack their car and be like okay you're turning left now and oh, they just, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're just like Shh, and they peace out <laughs> that part i do or if, or if you want to steal a car there's no like gta style they're just going to drive off because you just hack their car and be like ah reverse please and the car just comes back to you and you're like okay i'm getting in now that part i can't argue with that part is amazing we like boop, boop, and then just opens and cars start fucking going upwards and downwards and left and whatever mm. but yeah the second that you try to turn like there is no weight in these cars no. at all. so you go and then you just start suddenly turning down this down well i, I must admit i've been pretty lazy in my driving uh auto cars exist in this world now yeah so i just get in an auto car and it drives me to where i need to be just check twitter and stuff yeah <laughs> i just i just chill i just if I don't have to focus on driving and steering, it means I can hack other cars more. <laughs> that's good. That's a good point, though. Eh? Um, so I, I can just, like, you know, crash everyone else's car instead of my own. So although, granted, we're still in early days, are you... How are you finding the... Are you connecting to the characters that you have? Obviously, no. two hours, you're not going to get not, the whole lot. So because you play as a random operative that you can change so easily and frequently, you don't really... There's no protagonist in the story mm. that you play as. There's obviously the members of, of DeadSec that you're working with to help recruit for them, but you yourself have very little agency because you're this essentially faceless person because you can be so many people. Yeah. So now, like- that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it kind of takes you out of that, I don't care if I die because there's like hundreds more of me to just 
go through? Yeah, so similar to the, the way this makes me think, it makes me think of No Man's Sky as a weak mm-hmm. comparison. Stay with me. Because all these because all these characters are created presumably by algorithmic decisions, mm. right? It's a lot, big lot of RNG. Uh, then, yeah, I'm just like, eh, whatever. And there's always more people. However, so it, like No Man's Sky, you're never really going to commit to a character in the mm. same way that you would never commit to a planet because you're like, well, I'm just going to fuck off for soon. Like, what's the benefit of me to hang out with this one particular person? Yeah. But then, it, but then the other way is you may find a character you like, and then you might might start unloading money into them and and tech into them and stuff. And next thing you know, you're committed to one character, and then you've got twelve others you just don't care about. Mm. So it's this weird sort of counterbalance. I think I don't know how it goes a little bit later on, but right now I'm like, well, I have six people in my recruitment. I probably only really use like two of them. Yeah. And just, I'm worried that, like, as time progresses, that may happen. But either way, uh, we'll be spending some time with that more over the coming week. Uh, so we'll have more to say next week uh, on Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, additionally, I spent a bit of time uh, this week as well with the latest in the Dark Pictures anthology. There's Little Hope. Uh, it also came out this week, code provided to us by Bandai Namco Australia. Uh, this is yeah continuation in that anthology we've got the narrator who's telling a story it's that same uh choose your own adventure-esque uh title from supermassive games where you've got like one celebrity that you recognize and like four other people that you don't fucking know who they are but you're like hey it's uh the guy from uh, maze runner mm. or you go hey it's the guy from x-men or animorphs um so i oh, speaking of i've also finished man of Medan this week but we'll get to that so Little Hope is set in a, uh, a creepy town. You know, you, you, the, you're on a, a, a university college trip. You've got your professor. There's a uh, the guy from Maze Runner, a woman, a jock looking dude, some mature age student who's a cow the whole time, just like any real mature age student. <laughs> uh, yeah, so essentially the road gets blocked. You have to take a side road. You have to drive through a town called Little Hope girl appears in the middle of the road crashes the bus driver fucks off and you're like you do gotta survive the night that's it that's the that's the premise no rate major spoilers there mm. so it's essentially it's ghost town yeah but what i love about it is it's ghost town mixed with some blair witch imagery sort of wrapped in witch trial stuff okay and it's all, it's so Silent Hill, it's beautiful. Yeah, I haven't put too much time into it yet. I think I'm just, I've watched the opening scene, so I've seen all that, mm. and I've done maybe like 10 minutes after that. Yeah. So I put about, yeah, about three hours in it as well. So I, so I have streamed it, which allowed me to get sort of the first three hours. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's great. Mm. Well, I think there are a lot of improvements in it compared to Man of Madame, which, as, as I said, I did also finish this week. I rolled credits, got number 19 for the year, um, because I wanted to get that done before Little Hope. Yeah. Because, like, previously, I had played it, and I kind of got to a point where, ah, this is fucking boring, and then I never pushed forward. And it was right at that point where you get onto the tanker. I was like, oh, I don't fucking care. So, but now, now that I've seen the game through, I'm like, ah, okay, it was fine, whatever. But Little Hope, as, as the story, I am so so much more in like invested in this yeah. because like yeah as i said this is the closest that i'm going to get to a silent hill game in 2020 because it's like even when you walk in it's got the sign with the flickering light and it's all foggy and the fog is like determining where you can and can't go and silent hill especially the first one is like the the 
quintessential yeah. fog in a game <clears throat> town game. Uh, so like, you get all these fear, all these vibes, and then so you're finding all these cool little creatures in the background, like monsters. You presume monsters and shit. So like, there's that little bit, and like next thing you know, there might be some sort of like trapezoid head. It's not quite pyramid head because that's copyright, but you know, we'll just use a, another three dimensional shape. Um, but no, like I'm, I'm feeling the shit out of it. I'm absolutely really, really enjoying it. One cool little feature is that the five characters that you are playing, they're having moments where they're trans, essentially being transported back to 1692, like right during the uh, witch trials. Oh, that's cool. Um, so you, so but the, so you're in these little, not quite premonitions, not quite visions. <laughs> You know where you're seeing with this. Uh, oh no! Watch out for the dodecahedron head. He's 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 vicious. Uh, <laughs> so you get transported into these sort of like uh, premonitions, visions of the past. Yeah. Where you can see shit happen, like witch trials and whatnot, and the individuals within there can see you, but not everyone can see you. So these people that are claiming to be witches can fucking see you. So they all, they, all they're seeing is someone talks to nobody. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's a witch. Um, but on top of that, they're also doppelgangers. So people that you are seeing in the past are mirror reflections of the people that you're seeing, the people that you're playing. So there's a cool, a cool extra narrative there. I'm like, why do they look the same? Is this some sort of like reincarnation sort of shit? Is this like, you know, like a shared history? Or is it like, I don't know. I'm excited. And as of, as of yet, I haven't killed anyone. So it's a big thumbs up. I ended up killing two people in Man of Medan. First one, Toba accident. Second one, I made him stab himself because he's had a rat in his chest. Like, rats, rats are gross. Ooh, dead. <laughs> Sorry. Um, nice. But mechanically, the game is better. There's yeah. a run button, which Oof. one of the worst effing things about <clears throat> Man of Medan is how everyone's like, oh, I'm so scared. And just dawdle. Casually saunter around. Just casually saunter around this fucking boat. But now there's a slightly sprinter button, which is mad. Quick time events give you a little bit more of a heads up. Yeah. Um, which the, so rather than just being like, here it is, here's a quick time event. And you're like, oh shit. Duh, duh, duh. It, it gives you a little picture saying, hey, which, this person's trying to climb. And you know what that circled means? Quick time event. Yeah. One thing I've also learned this week, shoulder muscles, very important in quick time events. I've gone, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of turns out I can no longer smash buttons with my busted shoulder. Um, yes. But yeah, so minor improvements. The game looks great. Still a lot of texture pop in. Um, very similar to Man of Medan. There are just moments where it's like, oh, oh yeah. And then pops in whatever it wants around it. Um, but most of all, it tends to look really good. Um, you know, with HDR, it looks smick as shit. The colors are lovely. Um, the character, I'm, I'm enjoying these characters a little more than Man of Madan. I don't know why. I never really connected with the characters of Madan. Yeah, they seemed pretty bland. So I'm, I think they're intentionally bland in order for you to alter their reactions and their responses as you choose. That way you can funnel. Yeah, you 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 kind of do want them to be essentially kind of semi-empty shells so you can play them how you want to play them so you're not so you're not like well this guy wouldn't do that because that's not in his character but if they give you empty vessels to work mm. with it's like you can play them like, how you want to they play still them give you, like they're like this is john john's a dick and you're like well i guess i can keep playing john as a dick or i can make john compassionate mm. so there's a little bit of room have to some move. character growth <laughs> yeah maybe you can do something cool and that's nice and i, I appreciate that and because essentially Sorry, very similar to um, to Watchdogs with that algorithmic whatever. There are moments where you're, you know, 
you can tell the game is thinking about what decisions have been made prior to it so that when it's cut it, putting together a cutscene, it's just picking from yeah from a list because tone will change in a a cutscene the tone will change uh the sentence structure will change the cadence in that sentence structure will change so it actually makes it really jarring so you can feel that real cut you're like ah oh, that's a cut yeah you know so like there there is some like not quite as robotronic performances as man and madan like there's a little bit more here a little bit more nuance mm-hmm. um but it is still like that same sort of feel. Yeah. Like you can tell they've been in the booth and like, all right, can you need to answer these six different responses? And they go, yep, 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 yep. And there's no, because it's it's near impossible to record every single possible pathway. Yeah. They, it, it does have that choppy feel sometimes, but sometimes it feels really good. So when it does decide to like have a proper control narrative, it runs really, really well. Um, so I will have that finished by next week because I'm, the second I'm done here, I'm probably gonna play it tomorrow. Nice. Because like, yeah, I want to see it. It's getting spooks. It's Halloween today. So I'm like, yeah. And then I also want to see the little trailer at the end to see like what they what they believe the next game will be. Because you know there's four of them and what, two deep before? It's in the news. Oh, you got the name of it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And release window. Nice. Because um, even if we look at, even if we look at, uh, as, as, a, as just finishing Man of Madan, it does give it a little teaser at the mm. end. But like the character models, some of them are completely different. Like the old, the old mature student who's a bum the whole time. She looks completely different. Yeah. So I'm excited. And um, yeah, this game looks really cool. As I said, it's good. It's like 40 bucks on the PSN. Total steal for 40 bucks. Absolute yeah. steal. What Lo- else? You- load times are right. Load times are right. What else have you been playing? Uh, that's about it. Oh, I've been playing more of, more of uh, Sakuna or Sakuna as uh, Padge decides to... Uh, there's eight of them, says Padge. God damn. I've also been playing Sakuna. Have you been playing Saku- uh, Sakuna? Mm, yeah. I'm pronouncing the Aussie way of yes. Apparently, the only game I can't platform in. <laughs> well, I know obviously we can't review it, but we can talk some preview thoughts, which we have. What's your what's some of your preview thoughts on it? It's really fun. Uh, similar to you when you when you said um, I think it was last week. You're like you don't generally like those anime styled graphics of games. This looks gorgeous. It's stunning, isn't it? Yeah. I, yeah, and I super can't platform for shit in this game. Yeah, because I, I think that's I think it's a simplified platform. It's not quite as like fancy and like. Fine are you detail. are you playing with the thumbstick or are you using the D pad for it? Thumbstick. Come mm, on, I, I think. It. Okay, I'm playing with the D pad, so I might maybe maybe well, I need to just shift when, it up. I think you should because when it comes to using your scarf as like the so the yeah I can I cannot do that. At yeah, all. you need the thumbstick for that because oh, like, it, it does in all eight directions. Ah, uh, that might help. So if you're not using the direction, if you're not using the thumbstick, you're like. Huh! Oh, I need to go there. You know, that's probably yeah. your shortcoming. But I've done it for a while. I've done like two rounds of the of the rice and stuff like that. I don't know how much I can talk into, but there seems to be quite a bit of length in this game, which I'm enjoying. Mm. Um, is that, yeah, nowhere near finishing. Review is still a little while away, but we'll 100% be talking about it because the game is very, very pretty. Thoroughly enjoying it. Um, yeah, and, and even, even the weebiness is not enough to detract me at this point because I get to grow rice and it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway that's enough about what we've been playing let's get into the section called inform the players we tell you what happened this week in playstation let's start with some more ps5 news right oh, since we're so close dude, we are less than two weeks it's yeah. fucking insane and add to last week man so you know as we talked about last week they're uh they're they're in the wild they're out there there's uh ps4 ps5s ps4, thankfully there's ps4s everywhere there's ps5s everywhere in in america Embargoed now up the in butthole. australia so i know there's a couple of a, a couple of the big people in australia have one so we know like the likes of skill up and the likes of press start 
um, you know, some of the big, big media influencer spaces here, which is awesome because having them available in the US, my, ah, it's not quite real. But now that I like, I'm aware of people in like my country, I'm like, oh my God, it's so real because it's so close. <laughs> well, I'm excited. Right. Very excited. Let's talk some accessibility. So, as well as bringing back features already available on the PlayStation 4, uh, the PS5 system will empower those who are blind with the option to hear on-screen text spoken aloud. Meanwhile, those who are deaf or hard of hearing, uh, they can type in their messages and have them read aloud to members of the party. All of this encompasses the new feature named Screen Reader with multiple languages supported. The PS5 will also support color correction, which allows users to tweak and edit their colors. Sony then goes on to confirm that the haptic feedback and adaptive triggers of the DualSense controller can be turned off entirely if you wish. Quote, PS5 will also include improved audio enhancements to provide players with better spatial awareness. That's mad. See, like, uh, for those who may not know, for, for a good while there, I, I did uh, a bit of volunteer work and some, some paid work with uh, Vision Australia. So I'm, you know, when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, like, visual impairment software, software, I've sort of seen a bit of it. There's a, the, the, a program they used to use back then called JAWS. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea is, yeah, we'll just read out what was on your screen. Yeah. And a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys and girls are so proficient at it. They're just fucking, you know, <laughs> what did that say? And they're like, oh, whatever was on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> so having that here is amazing. Because as far as I know, it's not really readily available in mm. current gen. Mint. Uh, and the second about the dictation, that's brilliant. So with some of my clientele, they are, for whatever reason, they are a little bit harder on, they're not quite as good as, or proficient as re- at reading, right? Yeah. So they're, or they're, they're getting there, but this helps because if they may not know how to spell the word. So they previously, they would just avoid. Yeah. So we also, um, messaging. we also got the, the, the voice to text messaging as well from yeah. the, the reveal of the UI a couple of weeks back. Yeah. So whether it be, they have difficulty reading or they have difficulty typing, this is going to allow them to, to be com- feel comfortable and feel and more confident in the games that they are playing. So rather than having to rely on visual cues or what you think the word might be, some yeah, some of my clients were able to actually straight up know it, and then in turn learn those words. Yeah, and like because that that's the other thing people kind of think is like oh, you know this no one really considers this stuff, but like for many of them they've just not been given the right sort of education to to match what their needs are. So when you're when you're learning because you will learn words and you will learn how to how to pronounce them, how to read them, all that sort of shit in a game space. Think about how many kids learn language through YouTube or whatever through, mm. because it's fun for them. It doesn't feel like work. So when that, so they're, as they're sitting there playing whatever game, they want to know what those words are. They want to know what's being said. So it's actually an incredible learning tool and it's one of those best tools that like maybe in time they're not going to need it. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it makes you so happy to hear. Yeah. Like really, really. Uh, especially coming off the bat of like, uh, look at uh, Naughty Dog with Last of Us 2 and all the accessibility options yeah. that that game had. It's it's really good to see that they're making a conscious uh, effort to to make sure that as many people can use their system as possible. Yeah, not on a game by game base, baked in. Yeah. It's beautiful. The PlayStation Plus collection has received some additions this week. Oh, yeah. So in addition to all the the 20 odd games that they're they're providing, uh, the two new games that have been added to the list is Crash Insane Trilogy and Black Ops 3 
the Zombies Chronicle Edition. So that comes with all the Zombies oh, map packs man. packed in. And I believe Final Fantasy also got bumped yeah, up to so Royal. Yeah, f- so Final Fantasy 15, which was previously announced, has been upgraded to its Royal Edition. So it will, it will come with all the character DLC. So the, the three main characters that, that go on the road trip with you. The only piece of DLC that will not be included uh, is the latest, Episode Arden, which will, be, which will need to be purchased separately. Okay. So I think you get four of the five DLCs for mm-hmm. free pretty cool it's pretty bad actually so i've got a, a, a friend of mine who never jumped on the um 14 oh 15 it's because i'm a i'm a dingus so the 15 wrong yeah. um i don't care about Final fantasy uh <laughs> but yeah i got a friend of mine who so he didn't have a ps4 yeah and he's just buying a ps5 so i kept getting messages from me like hey what are some of the things they did like literally everything on the playstation plus collection just like there's 20 games go you know he's like should i get ps plus like yes you should like if you want to be able to play a bunch of games you hadn't played, get PS Plus. You get the PS Plus collection, you're going to play God of War, you're going to play all these brilliant 10 points. I mean, you should buy a PlayStation Plus because you get Bug Snacks on release. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> but, all right, I'm going to decide. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address Bug Snacks. I've mentioned this on Twitter. I'm fully aware that I may have to, like, make a, 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 a apology. I'm gonna, I may have to make a, hi, everyone, Bug Snacks isn't that bad. I may have to make that statement come launch. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it could happen. Yeah. Like, I'm aware of this. Like, right now, I'm shitting on it. <laughs> and I will continue to shit on it. But then I'm- Until, pr- until proven otherwise. Until proven otherwise. <laughs> I hope you hate it, and I hope your kid loves it. Dude. And he just wants to constantly play it. And you're I just, am so- And you're just going to be, like, tormented. I am so worried that James is going to love it. I'm like- Because <laughs> they're right out of bullshit, like, and he likes that stuff. Right. The biggest news, we finally know how we're going to get our camera adapters for the PS5 yeah, run. Yeah, the dongaroo. So you can head over to the Sony support page. Uh, the links are in the wild. They are a universal link. So no matter where you click it, it'll send you to your, uh, your, region. your, your region. And uh, you, fill in the, you fill in the form. It'll ask you to, to find the little black pass-through box. You get the serial number. You type it in. You give them your address. And uh, they, they will send you an email. I got my confirmation Me email too. this morning saying... Excellent, you're on the list. We'll we'll let you know. We'll be in contact and let you know how everything's going with shipping and whatnot. Now, uh, because of demand on it, uh, you may have to try re-enter your serial number a couple of times because mm-hmm. it might do like a little verification check. Go no, nah, no, nah. and then if you give another go. Go oh yeah, no, it's fine the whole time. Yeah, mine worked first try. Same. Uh, but uh, the lovely folks over at Media Molecule have told their fans that if you play Dreams with the Move controllers to contact Sony support and they will hook you up with a ticket to get an adapter because uh, if you only own the move, con- the only way to get them at the moment is if you own a PSVR system. But if you use the move controllers, you, you're going to need to use that old camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, Media Molecule have said that Sony will hook you up with a custom ticket to order it. That's bad. All 12 people that are doing that, <laughs> really, really stoked. A <laughs> um, bit, bit more of PS5 news, though, in, in regards to accessories. Mm. Uh, so we've come to learn this week that here in Australia, uh, there is a delay yes. on some accessories. So the likes of the, the dual charging station, the Pulse headset, uh, and no, cause the, remote, the remote is good and the camera's good. I think it might be those two then. Um, I think there was a third. Either way, they're now not sh- shipping until about the 10th of December. Uh, yeah, early December. December. Yeah. Uh, so if anyone that does have that pre-ordered, yeah, you won't be able to pick it up till... So they, they've essentially said that it was, yeah, shipping issues, which is really bizarre because if we look over 
at the US right now, there there is literally literally people with, with dual shocks. They're in stores hands. already, yeah. You can just go buy one. And yeah. like here we are being like, well, we don't have it at all. I guess the problem is living on an island. But um but technically everyone lives on an island. Yeah, technically, yeah. <laughs> that's true. But you know, it's just that that's, <laughs> they're just not manufactured yeah, here. Yeah, that's that hurdle. It's not manufactured, so we have to wait for it to get here. Because mm-hmm. like I'd be love to be fucking around with my dual shock right now. Dual shock, my dual sense. You know, that's where I would need tissues in this room if I've got my dual sense here. Um, that's what I'm excited for. Like, even though I'm not going to buy the the headset, I'm like, they kind of want the headset. And then Puck goes, they're not manufactured here either. That's true. Manufactured in China, which is bizarre because China is way closer to here than it is to the US. So why yeah. don't they ship some here, mate? All right. <laughs> well, speaking of delays and accessories, let's talk oh, about yeah. other, some other delays that, uh, that, that we were told about this week. Let's kick things off with Destruction All-Stars. So, Destruction All-Stars has been moved from its place as a launch title back into Feb of 2021. And no one noticed. According to Sony, the decision is intended to give the com- the combustive racer the best possible chance of roping in players on day one. And while the company acknowledges the move will disappoint some fans, and acknowledges it will dis- disappoint some fans. Someone. But, <laughs> instead of... <laughs> but... <laughs> Here's the, here's the caveat. It will launch on PlayStation Plus for its first two months. See, that makes total sense. That's a way so better So, akin to that of Rocket League and Fall Guys. Way better decision because the problem that this game was facing is that A, it was like 70 bucks. No one's paying that. I'm still super bucks. keen on it. Like, I'm really? super stoked that it's coming out for free now. Well, because, yeah, like, it's like, yeah, it was, yeah, 80, 90 bucks Australian, yeah. whatever it was. And it's like, ew, I don't want to pay that. And the worst part is this game, with this being this multiplayer setup, it rely it's reliant on people being on there. So, like by making it free for two months, you're doing the same thing as Fallout guy, Fallout guys. That's right, Fall guys. Same thing as Rocket League. Those servers are gonna be fucking packed on day one. Yeah, hope hope they don't. Uh, hope they learn from everyone else, mm. and they have some servers ready to go. <laughs> so P- Padge claims that the same disappointed people, uh, disappointed person. For uh, uh, for destruction all stars may in fact be the same person that was bummed out about dreams in general. Because this no morning, no about dreams at all. I think it was this, earlier this morning. Uh, some Ubisoft titles have now been delayed and pushed. Yeah. So as part of its second quarter earnings call earlier today, Ubisoft. Yeah. yeah, it would have been yesterday for us. So this is of time of recording. So Ubisoft has delayed a number of its upcoming PlayStation Five titles due to the continued impact of COVID nineteen. Far Cry 6, originally scheduled to launch in February, uh, will now release between April and September next year. That is a huge window of opportunity. Well, just, for... They just said in this fiscal year. Yeah. Quarter, yeah. Uh, so the same also applies for Rainbow Six Quarantine, which has never had a firm release date up until now. It's vague launch window. <laughs> See, what's real bizarre is I saw the... And they also mentioned that Skull and Bones is still cracking on. So. I'm sure it is. Um, so with Far Cry, because I forgot... That it had a release date. I yeah. just thought it was ambiguous. No, no, then, it had yeah, a solid release date. And then they went, oh, yeah, it's been with February 10 release date. I'm like, it was coming out in February? Yeah. All right. Well, that's a bummer. But, you know, there's enough Ubisoft games between from now and then. Like, it's cool. And there's enough Ubi titles coming out launch day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can wait. Like, I'm re- I'm, I'm, I love Far Cry. I'm really excited for Far Cry 6, especially with old Gustavo Fring as the main as the main big, big bad. But, um... I think it's a situation of yeah, I, I take that as yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's fine. And like once again, it's they've, they've given us so much notice 
that I'm probably going to forget. I mean, let's face it, you didn't even know that it had a release date. So exactly. Like, what would have happened? I would have got an email in February and I've been like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about you. But it's like, yeah, they've also, yeah, given us like, you know, at least what, February, two, four, six months, no, not even yeah. six months, like four months notice, which is mad. It's better than two weeks. Let's do some co-op big daddy bets. And that's right, Padge, you and me will Far Cry multiply that bad boy. <laughs> and lastly, Cyberpunk 2077. After going gold a few weeks ago, we found out this week that, unfortunately, Cyberpunk will not make its November 19th release date. The game has been pushed back 21 days to December 10th. And the culprit for the delay? Apparently, it's current-gen consoles. Yeah. Apparently, it's the PS4, yeah. actually. So, speaking to investors after the delay was announced, joint CEO of CD Projekt Red, Adam uh, Kaczynski, said, quote, The game is ready for PC. It runs great on the next-gen consoles and can be sh- could be shipped on the scheduled date for those platforms. However, even though the game has been certified on the current gens by both Sony and Microsoft, some very final optimization processes for such a massive and complex game are required... Uh, require a bit of additional time. Uh, also speaking during the City Project Red latest call with shareholders, Adam Kaczynski also stated, quote, we feel maybe not comfortable, but confident in the new release date. Not really the kind of comment you want to hear. <laughs> no, and I'm just going to put it out there as well. As you mentioned, this game went gold about X amount of weeks ago, right? This is now its fourth release date this completely shits in the face of what going gold means yeah so i saw some rumors around the internet that people were like oh it got delayed because it didn't actually make its final certification do we have confirmation that it got didn't yes get cert- it did has been properly certified yeah it's ready so to like go. the idea of gold certification means it is in a playable state and it yeah. works and then there should be no issues yeah like no major no game breaking issues that's what certification should do yeah so then how did this get certified? Or did they just say, hey, it's gold for PC and next gen? Yeah. I think the issue is, and I think I think a lot of people have said it right, it's to the point where they want to release a perfect game and they're like, there's still too many bugs. So although you can play it from start to finish and you can see the start, you can see all the things in between, you can get to the end, you finish it, it's playable. Then don't get it certified. It's still, yeah. Like that, like the certif- going gold certif- certification used to be, it is good. There mm. may be a day one patch, but this fuck is good. And like right now, they're essentially saying if you don't have the internet where you can't download an update, it's game's fucked. Yeah. Like it, this, this is the first time that I can ever recall of a game being, you know, delayed after going certified. You know, it, it, this is not not the first time. Like I'm certainly not the one that's made this claim. This is a claim that came from Jim Sterling. It's like very similar to the terms like beta and alpha and you know, like all all these different terms that the video game industry has fucking destroyed over time. Yeah. Because previously in alpha, the game shouldn't be seen by anyone. Like, that's still in construction phase. Yeah. So when you say, oh, it's multiplayer alpha. No, it isn't. It's the demo. You're essentially wanting free game testers. Pay your game testers. It's not fucking hard. Yeah. And right now, they are spitting in the face of what used to, what the one of the only redeeming terms in the space. When something says gold, you could have faith that it was going to get to this point, right? Mm. Now, to add to what Peckstar has mentioned in the chat here, he said, what... What? Who do I send my death threats to? He's joking, of course. But jokes that wankers that did that need to be named and shamed. Damn right. Because these are people people that are going out here and providing death threats to these companies. A, fucking idiots. And two, what are you doing? If you love this game so much, why are you doing this shit? Yeah, coming off the back of all the hate that Last of Us 2 got, and it's just... 
people are garbage sometimes when it comes to as a collective. They, they 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 seem so entitled that they 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 feel that they deserve something when they want it, and like you know, I I am super hyped from this for this game. Like you know, f- for the past five weeks, when you you know, if you watch the show live, you see me sitting on my cyberpunk chair, ready to go. Mm. If it takes longer, it takes longer. Quite frankly, I'm kind of glad it's been delayed again. There is so much stuff to play at launch. I don't have time to play everything. Yeah. Like, space it out. That's fine. Like, Cyberpunk's going to be huge. See, I agree with that. And, like, you know, sure, like, put it when you need to do it. But there's also that situation of my issue with here is this seems to be hiding the narrative. I'm like, well, how fucked is this game? Yeah. And then obviously- Because like, my argument for this longest time has been this game is, is, I wouldn't say it's broken, but it's obviously not doing well. Now, I understand the issue with the current gen because at some point they've obviously made that agreement to transition to next gen, mm. but they didn't want to shit on everyone that doesn't have next gen. So they're trying to do that. Now, when they, since no one really considers the Xbox One or even the Xbox One S anymore, it's the One X and the PS4 Pro or the PS4, I guess. So it's a situation of like, oh, well, the hurdle is we can't get it to run on the PS4 or the Xbox One S. You know what I mean? Like, and you, the PS4 right now is technically the weakest console on the market. Yeah. So in order to spec it down to the, P, the regular PS4, yeah, I understand that hurdle. It's the same hurdle that everyone had trying to spec to the original Xbox One. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, okay, cool. But like then... Uh, I, because that's what the they said. Like the, some of the actions that CD Projekt Red are taking are really hip, you know, hypocritical to their statements around being super, super client focused, super client mm. facing, and we're doing it for you and the good of you. And they say that, but their actions are so polar opposite to that in some ways. Yeah, because obviously a lot of other stuff came out, like the the news of the developers didn't know their game was getting delayed until the same time that it was released to the public. Now they were saying that that was due to Polish law and uh, basically essentially stock um, yeah. manipulation because um, it's a public tra- publicly traded company. Oh, yeah. They they do profit sharing in the company, and if you know if you know your game's getting delayed, you know your shares are going to tank. Yep. So they had to keep it quiet. So that's that's really shitty on a development that's team disgusting. to know that they're and like once this. To add to that, this is the same discussion we, when we had X-Men Week. It was like, hey, they're doing crunch the last four weeks. I'm like, all right, cool. They're going to do six-day weeks. That's one extra day of work a, a week. Cool. No worries. That suddenly bumped up a whole lot. And that, and as of right now, no one's really come out and said how many extra hours they're well, doing. Well, there, there so was my- reports that someone uh, was doing... Someone had, had done a 100-hour work week. That's impossible. Which seems crazy to seven, me because that's 14 week, hours a day over seven, seven days. days a week. Yeah. So that's impossible. You mustn't leave. I ref- like it is physically impossible to do something in a hundred hours. And then there's week. there's been news stories. This uh, news stories today of Adam Kaczynski saying, uh, making a statement to the developer team saying, "I'm sorry that I did. I downplayed the crunch to our in- on our investors' call." Like. You know, well, and, and like, if anything, this makes me think the reason that they went, that they w- quote unquote went gold, because I said quote quote because they clearly fucking didn't, but didn't, was for the for that. Mm. Like they knew they were going to eat shit if they delayed the game. So like, go gold, share spiked, and so that way when they yeah. delayed again and it drops, it evens out. It's yeah. dirty, and like, it's once again, it just poo. It, it's it's them essentially doing one thing while the other while the backs mm. turned. I mean, I can't imagine they're essentially what testing it for nine nine different versions yeah and like that can't be easy everyone's doing yeah of course like they're not they're not some special studio that isn't doing that every game like valhalla which comes out in two weeks doing the same thing Mm. 
You know what I mean? It, they aren't like they're nothing special. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's just that, like, I understand that they would have that pressure on them to to release a very specific, perfect kind of game because yeah. they are like it's 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 that well, not even a sophomore album, I guess, because it's, they've had a lot of albums, but it's that games. So it's the same idea, like you know, when you make that perfect thing or like like exactly use uh, for music. I don't know, I'll use Green Day, right? Green Day had a great run with American Idiot. Everyone loved American Idiot. Like that was fucking brilliant. Then they're like, they're twenty first century breakdown. Everyone's like, ooh. It's like quite as good as American Idiot, is it? I mean, to be fair, none of their new stuff is as good as yeah, that. That's my point. <laughs> so the problem is, so like with Witcher 3 being so heavily praised and considered a game of this generation or a game of the decade, you know, there's pressure on them to release because they'd be like, mm, it's not quite as good as Witcher 3 now, is it? And like, that's what they're trying to avoid. And yeah. that self-imposed pressure is is dangerous. And we're seeing that, you know, within within this culture and within the within the management of this team. Yeah. Of this company, sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I, I've had to, I've cha- I've had to change my, like granted who gives a fuck some some rando on the internet but like I've had to change my stance on the crunch and all that on, on all that right like, it's just I can't previously I was like it's only a couple of days crunch ain't that bad it's a fucking three more days of work Ooh, and then you get a holiday for a bunch if anything like this seems like a weird I had to be like nah I can't. And yeah. even then, like, is, is does this mean that the next-gen versions of the games are releasing the same day now? Everyone's Yeah, because, on, you on know, November? they, they, they announced a few weeks ago that, you know, the, the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series upgrades were Come coming later. out next year, you know? And if they're like, oh, it, it runs on next-gen and it runs on PC, then we better fucking get it on next-gen in this day in December. Mm. You know? Um, what have we got in the chat? Uh, Max put it as there's a lot of entitled people from, from Blair. Uh, Pexteros adds they could just say fuck it we won't release it now because of these people unless they make it a video that's saying sorry for being a dickhead that would be mad that would actually be mad if they put that out there uh, Parkhorse adds now it makes me go back to worrying I can't play the game on PC since I have a lower end card on their preferred setup because they also announced their uh, what their specs are for the PC it's fucking brutal I yeah. run it it's, re- it's recommended a solid state drive to install on so that's like it's Not got good. me out yeah <laughs> and out. I've got a 9 I've got a GTX 970 I'm rocking it. I'm rocking a 1070 still, so I'm I'm okay. I'm on the low end. I'm running that bad boy on like medium, <laughs> but like <laughs> mine will just like people just heat mm. nothing. It'll be all like PS1 level shit. It'll be horrible. Yeah. yeah. In short, I'm still like, eh, eh, I'm still okay, ready for the game. Um, but it's, I, it's I, now out of game of the year contention, and it will. It's getting the Super Smash Bros. treatment. It is. It is eligible next year. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Not if, not if the likes of Horizon, oh, uh, God, God of War. War, all those things that are that are slated for next year, it's going to have a real tough, tough time. Yeah. Mm. Although speaking of games that are still coming on their due date, <gasps> Demon Souls Remastered. Oh, we yeah. got, we got, we got so much information about Demon Souls. Are you just going to gush for about ten minutes? Yeah, right. probably. So, creative director Gavin Moore has shared some information about Blue Point's upcoming release. Quote, people want to share their experiences, the tragedies of, oh my God, I've died again, or your trials as you succeed with your friends. There are some other modes in there as well that I will talk about, and I will let the fans find out for themselves, but we definitely want to see what people are creating using the new photo mode. So a neat touch similar to that of, I believe, Ghost of Tsushima did it. Uh, Any filter that works on uh, your photo mode can be played in gameplay. So you can keep it 
without right. a photo mode. Uh, one of these filters has been inspired by the original PlayStation 3 game. Quote, if you like the starkness and the spare of the original version, then we have a bunch of filters that you can choose from and play the game that way. <laughs> Just low polys at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's also a black and white filter, among others, that the developer is keeping secret for now however more insist that people stick with the default to begin with quote if the fans could just play the game that we the game the way that we made it then i would ask they would do that but i'd be very grateful though after they play the game the first time please play it with whatever filters you want just play it the way we built it the first like, time like, hey there's all these options but we worked really hard <laughs> yeah, so like- um Heads up, can you, like, not fuck with it? Thanks, mm. man. In addition to photo mode, many new additions are being implemented. Chief among this is... Uh, chief among the new content is what they're calling the Fractured World. Now, Fractured World is a game mode that will allow you to play the entire game in a mirrored state. Sounds horrible. I can make it the first time. I'm I'm super keen for it because it's, it's almost going to be like playing the game for the first time again because everything's going to be horizontally flipped. Yeah. So I'm going to have to re-remember where everything is and be like okay so the guy's gonna pop out from my left behind the door and i'm gonna get stabbed in the back because he's gonna be on my right ah so keen (laughs) uh more also goes into more detail with a uh with an interview in game for game informer uh fractured world is actually the most challenging experience i've ever had with demon souls he says uh, explaining that flipping the map horizontally means you will have to relearn where everything is it's almost like playing it for the first time <gasps> that's what you said yeah so i watched uh, uh earlier this week uh ign had a new gameplay trailer up minutes, about five yeah. six six minutes man the game looks so good i am so so excited for this game uh they've announced that uh so in the original game uh, there's basically these um, headstone-looking things which uh, 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 dictate which world you're going to be playing in. And there was always this broken fifth one that, that never got used. And everyone's like, oh, are we going to get it? No, unfortunately not. But there are new bosses, new locations, and heaps of new stuff to play around with. So I'm, I'm super looking forward to playing this, hopefully on a solid uh, frame rate, because the original PS3 version was rough. I remember hearing that. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm willing to check. I'm willing to check this out. And like Bluepoint have done some amazing work yep. like recently, so I have all the faith in the world that this will be um, fantastic. Having not played Demon Souls on PS3, I don't know what my expectations are because I'm like, ah, we'll see where it goes. Uh, but I really enjoyed Bloodborne. Yeah, I as I said, Bluepoint Blue are at a, at a place where they've put enough good shit out there that i can't i can't I, i'm like me and i trust you yeah i trust you which is which is good for me like i expect i, I will be, hopefully we'll be both playing it day one. Oh yeah I'm definitely. Uh, and then we'll be like that and i'll be like that game was mad and mm-hmm. i lucky that i bought two dual sense you know <laughs> yeah. well i, I i've also bought two dual senses just in case yeah <laughs> in case i pummel one out of window <laughs> yeah um, quick bit rhyme. Oh yeah. So because I gushed about Demon's Souls for so long, I decided to put Final Fantasy 16 using the quick bits. Thanks. The teaser site is now live. There's a ton of information on the upcoming title. There is also a PlayStation blog post. Uh, it just basically outlines some of the main characters that you'll see and the the land in which this game takes place. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Bit of artwork, stuff like that. Nice. Uh, in its latest financial report, Sony has 45.9 million PlayStation Plus subscribers currently. Oh, damn, that's just under half. Uh, PS, PS4 owners, that is. PS4 sales currently sitting at 113.6 million. 
units. So, very, very nice. Yes. Uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising has gone gold ahead of its December 3rd yeah, release date. Is it though? <laughs> I mean, see, now you got to question that shit. The Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes trailer is out. It is the next title in the series. No platforms have been announced for it, but it is due in 2021. Yeah, man. Uh, I would assume that they would make the transition to PlayStation 5 yeah. or at least give it a little boost mode type yeah, thing. Something like that. I don't yeah. know. Um, I was going to wait till I finish this one, but I'm curious to see what the next theme is. Mm. Uh, a lot of PlayStation uh, titles have recently received updates, the likes of Last of Us and uh, Last of Us Remastered, sorry, and God of War. Um, that have vastly improved their loading times. I believe the last of us one sitting at like 25 gig. Yeah, so it appears that the, the, the Sony and the first parties have been have been working on this new compression system, mm. which is helping games sort of, yeah, compress in a way that they can load faster. Uh, so we saw with an update to the last of us, you know, that opening, int- that opening uh, yeah, load time used to be a minute 30. Now it's like 20 seconds, 13 seconds, something like that. Yeah, Redonculous, like su- super, super quick. Then on top of that, uh, Bloodborne, uh, not Bloodborne, um, Until Dawn is on there as well. Apparently the load times are non-existent. Oh, wow. Uh, and then God of War has seen a reduction as well, which is great. Uh, so it's also believed that this may be what was implemented in Ghost of Tsushima to allow it to be so seamlessly yeah. fast. Yeah. Uh, also, according to a blog post published this morning from Ubisoft, these nine titles will not work on your PlayStation 5. Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Assassin's Creed Chronicles Trilogy Pack. Uh, so that includes Chronicles India, China, and Russia. Uh, the the uh, family fun pack game Risk will not work. Apparently Monopoly and Boggle is still fun. Star Trek Bridge Crew will not work. Yes. Werewolves Within and Space Junkies all will not work on your PlayStation 5. See, what's interesting me here is uh, Werewolves Within, Star Trek Bridge Crew, and now Robinson the Journey. These are three VR games released right about the same time. Uh, now, I understand with Bridge Crew and Werewolves Within, they are reliant on you playing with a couple of other people. Hmm. So maybe they're like, oh no, the game's not doing well. We're not going to, we're not going to cancel the game. We're just not bringing it into next gen. <laughs> um, but there's, maybe there's a thread here because Robertson, the journey is a single player game. So maybe there's just like, we're not going to update it. Maybe there's some sort of updating that's required. That they're not willing to support. Maybe. And maybe that's the same with Assassin's Creed. Like what, what is the reason? Like why, why are they not willing to put, presumably put a little bit of work into it? Hmm. Or is there something like that's that's what we need to know? We need to know if, if if it's a mix of Ubisoft saying we won't do it, or they can't do it. I think that's the difference. Oh, really? Uh, Paul has already had the Ubi post has already been taken down, and they've cited inaccuracies. So he probably screamed at them. Which interesting. Means risk is coming back. Woo! <laughs> the list stands minus risk. Uh, and lastly, oh, second lastly, second yeah. lastly. Oh, you got something? Cool. Mm-hmm. Um. According to the Uncharted movie Twitter feed, uh, the movie's wrapped. Were they filmed for like 45 minutes? <laughs> saw photos last week. <laughs> so, in a tweet, Sick Parvis Magna, that's a wrap on Uncharted movie. So, did they finish it or is it like dead now? Like, I'm, I'm confused. No, it just stopped. They're like, yeah, fuck it, we're done. They, they got that one shot of Tom Holland. They're good. 
Yeah. Um, so I'll go two, actually. I think two things we haven't really touched upon. Um, one of them is rumor mill is that so Sony are looking into, uh, they have been creating a Malaysian studio. Okay. And they've sort of been working on something. Uh, uh, what, what, what the rumor mill is, is a, a big title down there. So I've heard that it was the, it's rumored to be the next Uncharted, but I also heard that Santa Monica, uh, sorry, San Diego were doing that. So I don't know where the speculation is on that, but it looks as if there is a new studio in in the East Asia's that's doing something. Doing something. I don't know what it is, but doing something. Which is cool. And then Tom Flutter would land it to film Spider-Man 3. So fuck, it makes sense. He's doing, he's doing a whole lot right now. It's very busy. Who knows when another breakout's going to happen. So he's just getting all the work come while he can. Uh, and uh, finally, we reported on this last week, as did fucking everybody. Uh, there's a website called Plate Station oh, yeah. 5. So they're a company <laughs> that, were, that were essentially making replacement color panels for your PS5. Uh, that they have appeared to have been taken down due to intellectual property rights. Uh, they have also up and changed their website about four or five times, which can either mean two things. Either A, they are a scam and they've been a scam this whole time, or two, they're just trying to dodge that tr- those uh, intellectual property rights. So I know that many people have, um, have put down orders and they've all since been refunded. So I guess if it was a scam, they probably wouldn't refund you. So maybe maybe they just didn't realize they get some such such a rub on yeah. like IGN and Kotaku and Gamespot and whatever. Everyone's like, oh my god, check this out! Like, fucking stop it. <laughs> so then, yeah, Sony was like, hey, we've been drawing attention to you. Can you stop? Like, uh, which is a shame because I totally emailed them last week, being like, hey man, we'd love to review your shit. <laughs> and I, never, I, ne- I never heard I never heard back. You know why? Because that website doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it's a bummer. Anyway, there must be other ways to get colored side panels. Uh, maybe we have to keep talking to Ethan, I think. It's going to have to happen. But anyways... <coughs> Ow. <coughs> I just breathed in my own thing. All right. <coughs> Can you talk for yourself? I just got to drink some water. Let's talk some games thank that, are, you for that, are, that, are, that are hopefully coming out. That are hopefully coming out yeah. with all the with all the uh, delays. Can you check the, it's the not blog? There. Oh, not, and the top I've, 10 I've, best-selling games, too. Pull up, oh, yeah. I didn't put that in the news. Um, yeah, the PlayStation blog, I believe, has just like left the drop. Well, I mean, it's just gone. They're just giving it up. I think it. No, the last post is still uh, Pod Speed Racer. Racer. Speed Racer. Pod Racer. Pod Racer. Pod Racer whatever. Right, Some go. form of Star Wars racing game. Right. Keep scrolling, 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 scrolling. What? Apparently, God of War is game of the generation. Yeah, according to Pressed Up, makes sense. I'd agree with that. It's game of the, game of the generation. Can you, game of the can, decade. You, can you read from that far? Made my favorite game of all time. Here is the top 10 best selling PS4 games for the week ending 25th of October 2020. Number 10, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Number 9, Days Gone? Must be on sale. Yeah, it's Halloween sale. Oh, yeah. Number 8, UFC 4. Number 7, Star Wars Squadrons. Oh, do you play it in VR yet? No, I still have another chance. Oh, you got to play this week, man. Number six, NBA 2K21. Number five, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Number four, Grand Theft Auto 5. Number three, Ghost of Tsushima. Still smashing it. Mm. Number two, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. And unsurprisingly, number one, EA Sports FIFA 21. Avengers finally kicked off uh, the top 10, which I presume means no one is playing it again. Probably now that everyone knows that it's been delayed for next gen. Yeah, everyone's kind of it, <laughs> everyone's it out. probably going to wait. Might come back in when when it launches, <laughs> relaunches. No, uh, I doubt it. 
Not, not feeling very confident. No surprising. We'll see FIFA in there. FIFA and in... wait, is Call of Duty in there? No. <gasps> That's the first time since release that Call of Duty isn't in there. I guess everyone's just banking out for uh, uh, Black Ops next in like two weeks. Wow, that makes sense. Though why would, why would anyone buy it now? Oh, anyway, this is a, this is a section we call "Coming to the Players." We tell you what games are coming this week on your PlayStation device. This maybe oh no we've got two more maybe next week no next week would be the last week that we there'll be a, a half week where there'll be ps4, like PS4 yeah. and ps5 yeah. it's gonna yeah. be a weird week first up we have chicken police ps4 november 5 what yeah i have no idea what that is i really wish i had a little more uh we have dirt 5 coming november 6th for current <gasps> gen that's my birthday yeah uh, for current gen november 10th for next that's right november 6th my birthday in case you didn't want to know, birthday. We have Paw Patrol, the Mighty Pups, Saves yes! Adventure Bay, coming November 6th. See, the worst thing about that is that's, once again, as I said, it's my birthday. But I'll be getting it for my kids. So it's my <laughs> birthday. Happy birthday to me. Here you go, James. Here's Paw Patrol. And we're going to play it together. It's going to be amazing. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered, coming oh. November 6th for current gen and November 13th for next. Oh. Actually, I think it's just Switch for November 13th. I think everyone else gets it early. <laughs> <laughs> Stand out there is Paw Patrol. It's Mighty Pups at Adventure Bay. Chicken Police, please. It's going, to be, it's going to not look very good, very similar to Paw Patrol on a roll, but I don't care. My son had an absolute blast. <laughs> we played that two years ago together. He's now noticeably older. He's like two years older He's now. He's like two years older or something. <laughs> so he knows how to play games now. He'll be able to play that by himself. He and I can sit here. We'll stream it because we, we had so much fun doing it two years ago. Because back then, he didn't know who they were. He was just, they were just doggies. Like doggies and no one. And he didn't know all the words. But now he knows the characters, what they do and how they work. And he is... It's going to be... I, it, it's totally a biased dad based decision I'm gonna be like I'm gonna love this game I'm gonna love sharing it with him it's gonna be so good pick the fuck out of that game <laughs> hope it gets next gen upgrade well yeah I, I, I don't know I'm so baffled from the Nintendo news earlier this week that apparently they got control running on Switch via the cloud nah, yeah, I don't believe you <laughs> but uh, yeah, apparently there's a new story of seasons coming next year yep. Nintendo news mm-hmm. Woo! excited you and your farming games, man. Like, Fuck if you. there's any remotely farming uh, portion of a game, yeah, except for except for loot farming, <laughs> you actual farming, actual farming. I'm not gonna, I would never do actual farming because I'm not. And look yet. what happens when he goes outside. Yeah, birds. <laughs> I'm gonna go on a farm. You're shitting me? No, farming games are my, are my shit. I love them so much. Mm. <sighs> well, thank you very much, Max, for coming. Oh, in. it's been so good. It's been awesome. So the whole energy is different. Yeah. It's been really, really good. Hope you have all enjoyed having us back in studio. As we said, we'll be back here next week. Ideally, the week after, so we can actually have PS5s in front of us. <laughs> but I understand Max's. Uh, no, I'll be here. I'll be here. I'll be here. Um, yeah. Might be the only time I take away. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, everyone, this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, please check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all the links in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live, where you can get in the chat and become part of the show. We love having you guys and girls and however you see yourself in the chat chatting to us. It's awesome. I love it. It makes makes the show amazing. Uh, 
Uh, if you want to support the show, you can. In other ways, you can tell your friends, you can tell your family about this PlayStation podcast. Uh, that, as Tad said before, this is a call to arms. We are right ahead of PS5. Now, we should be the best time for a PlayStation pod. Please get out there, spread the love, tell them about the show with the slogan that's copyrighted for a generation that's just about to end. All right? <laughs> nah, it's, it's cool. Like I said, we, we love doing this show anyway, and we would, we would do it to no one. We would, I would, I would 100% still do it. But it's nice to have people that watch. So please, if you'd love to, sh- if you, if you like what we do, please share it around. It's much, much appreciated. Uh, if you are listening to us on podcast services, before, uh, if you can, give us a five star rating and a written review. That's your iTunes. That's your uh, Spotify. As I said, we're now testing out SoundCloud as well. So you can probably see us there. Um, I haven't gone to check the numbers yet. It's probably like six. Might not even be worth my time. But if you are watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment that does come on our videos. Um, yeah, because I'm always there. Uh, and of course, if you want to support us financially, you can. Patreon.com slash the pop culturist, as well as our merchandise store, popculturist.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. But until next week, when we are one week away. It'll be less than the one PS5, week. Yeah. Less than one week by the time this goes live. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. That was for the players. For the players, the Pop Culturist PlayStation Podcast is fan-supported at patreon.com slash thepopculturist. And we'd like to thank our Patreon producers and our Patreon founders for their kindness, their support, and their generosity. Our Patreon founders, Alpha Ferret, Craig O'Flaherty, David Chataway, Jesse Stevenson, and Jacob Garner. And our Patreon producers, Damien Holdies, Lee Winterchauvin, Sean Levitt, and Solomon Barak.